Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. This is AutoLine Daily for September 8th, 2010, and now the news. BMW announced that it's canceling the M6. This is the end of the line for both the coupe and convertible versions of this high-performance machine. We're going to miss its high-revving V10 engine and its 500 horsepower kick in the pants, but we're not going to miss its awkward styling or its six-figure price tag. Since its introduction in 2005, a total of 14,152 M6s were built, and that's a number that hardly seems worth the effort given what it must have cost to develop that car. People often confuse GM's OnStar system with Ford's Sync. Sure, some of the features overlap, but for the most part, OnStar is all about connectivity while Sync is all about hands-free infotainment. Bringing the two services closer together, Bloomberg reports that OnStar is getting some additional functionality. Amongst other things, it'll allow you to connect with a Facebook page, as well as have the ability to convert voice messages to text. OnStar is also expected to offer other entertainment and information services that link with the driver's phone, but no word yet on what those could be. Our favorite democratic dictator is at it again. Hugo Chavez is telling Venezuelans that if they buy a vehicle that runs on natural gas, the government will pay for all the maintenance, or at least it'll pay to change the oil, the air filter, and the tires for free. Venezuela, of course, is a large oil producer and a member of OPEC. It provides subsidized gasoline for only 12 cents a gallon, so I imagine Hugo is going to have a mighty hard time convincing people to pay thousands more to convert their gasoline engine to run on natural gas. Bloomberg reports that Venezuela is trying to boost demand for the country's vast natural gas reserves. To capitalize on the growth in the low end of the Chinese market, Nissan and its partner Dongfeng plan to introduce a new low-cost brand. According to Bloomberg, the two companies will jointly produce and sell cars under the Qichen brand name starting in 2012. The vehicles are expected to be priced somewhere between $7,000 and $15,000. Nissan will be the second Japanese company to introduce a China-only brand in the country. Next year, Honda is going to introduce the first car under its new brand called Li Nian. And speaking of China, Ford and its partner, Chang'an, are looking for ways to expand their business outside of China and into emerging markets, especially in Asia. An executive at Ford's ASEAN operation says the continent is expected to account for 40% of the growth in the global auto industry in the next five to seven years. And since last year, Ford has invested over a billion dollars in China and in India. Hyundai is out to convince the world that it can build a luxury car that is as good as the best. But how are they going to do this? And especially, how are they going to get people to buy it? We'll talk to the CEO of Hyundai North America right after this. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Hyundai is coming out with its first premium luxury car, the Equus, later this year. I recently got a chance to test drive the car and was impressed 
but I wondered why they wanted to do this car and how they plan to take on the brands that are already established in the segment. John Kraftchik, the CEO of Hyundai Motors America, took me on a drive of the Equus while he explained their strategy. Well, you know, we learned an awful lot from the launch of the Genesis, and um, even those of us at Hyundai Motor America had, had uh, some questions in our mind. Could we really pull off uh, a car like Genesis, a $40,000 Hyundai? And you know what? It's done, it's done great for us. Um, this August, it's enjoying its best ever uh, monthly retail share. Um, we've done well in, in maintaining and growing the residual values. Genesis customers are very, very happy. Um, so we thought, you know what? We've got permission to try the level above. Um, the super premium segment. So uh, we're proudly offering Equus to take on the likes of the S-Class, BMW 7 Series, uh, Lexus LS, um, and the Audi A8. And, and we think it's got the technology uh, to take it to those guys. And, and one of the things we're really proud about that we're doing is launching it with a completely unique uh, retail experience where our, our dealers will come to the customers' homes to allow them to demonstrate the car and uh, during the ownership cycle, we will um, we'll be offering something called valet service as part of uh, the purchase of an Equus, where we'll come to your home and uh, bring the car in for scheduled maintenance or any warranty work that you might have to do and offer you a loaner car. Um, pretty fantastic. And we're excited about that, John, because no one can match that. These other premium brands, they can't do it. They have, they have too many cars in, in service. They have sales targets that are much higher than ours. So in some sense, our low volume expectations kind of enable what we're trying to do here. It's pretty cool. Amazingly, Hyundai says 28% of the buyers in the luxury segment are already aware of the Equus. It's scheduled to go on sale November 1st in the American market. And while Hyundai isn't releasing the price just yet, Edmunds is reporting it will start at $57,700. And that is it for today's report on the latest news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.